The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, where it's going to be 105 degrees today. So if you're here, you might want to check your thermostat, see what you can do to stay cool. And the weather, speaking of the weather, has been really crazy. You know, the weather and wars continue to rage all over the world. You know, the midsection of our country has been ravaged by tornadoes and floods. If you believe in prayer, now's the time to pray for these people. If you believe in sending positive thoughts, now's the time to send them, especially to those who've been hit so hard. If you believe in doing good deeds, find ways to help those who have lost everything, family, homes, sometimes even communities. In the midst of all this upheaval, how do we stay centered, positive, and balanced? Is it possible to be aware of the things that you appreciate and the things that you're grateful for when you watch your house floating down the Mississippi? When you come out of the storm cellar and stand in the middle of a wood pile that used to be your home, how do you remember your bliss? Now, I can't think of a better time to talk about bliss than when we're in so much trouble. And today we have the author of Manifest Your Bliss as our guest, and we're going to talk about bliss today. Christopher Dines has been with us before, back in 2011. He's an English life coach, an author, and former DJ. Christopher's music alias was Chris Lopez and Splash. Don't you love that? His career took off DJing in his late teens and early 20s, and he traveled the world as a DJ, especially in Asia. And then he left the dance music industry in 2006 to become a life coach, and it's a wonderful story. We're going to hear about it. Dines is the author of A Ticket to Prosperity, The Mystery of Belief, and his latest, Manifest Your Bliss. Christopher Dines coaches and speaks at public events on motivational, inspirational concepts 
and spiritual awareness. And it is such a pleasure to welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show, Christopher Dines. Christopher, welcome. Oh, thanks, Irene. I'm, I'm really grateful to be here tonight, and, and thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate that. You say tonight, and it's not quite lunchtime here. <laughs> tell, tell the audience where you live and what it's like there right now. Uh, well, it's uh, it's six minutes past seven, so it's 19.06 uh, here in England, and um, it's very sunny outside, and it's, uh, yeah, it's the evening. It's the evening. Isn't it fun that we can talk to each other across the globe, and, and it seems we're, we're both in now, and for you it's tonight, and for me it's this morning, and when I have Australia on the line, it's they're in tomorrow. So, yeah. you know, what a fun thing. For the for those listeners who didn't hear you when you were here before, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who's Christopher Dines? Um, I'm, I'm a, a, you know, a human being that's uh, always learning more about uh, reality and how I co-create my reality source, just, just like everyone else, really, I... I think his story is so important, especially for young people. Um, Christopher, the, the question that you were really trying so hard to answer when we couldn't hear you was, you know, in that period of time when you were such a popular DJ, you were still in your early 20s, and you were involved in drugs and alcohol, which is and, – and you were in a, um, an experience that was really um, very heady – I guess is the word I want to use for a young person. How did you come through that and get off the alcohol and drugs when you were still DJing? Yeah, um, well, I think first of all I had to. I realized that it was becoming a problem. It was, get, it was becoming worse and worse. So the uh, the uh, consequences were staring me in the face. So that there wasn't any room for self denial. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. 
host, Simran Singh, will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. We're talking to Christopher Dines in London today. Had just a little bit of technical trouble, um, but Christopher Dines has a story that's really worth listening to no matter. Um, He's a young man who has experienced all kinds of glamour in his young life and walked away from the drugs and alcohol uh, he says he hit rock bottom. He was just beginning to tell us about rock bottom and where he went, how he transitioned from being a popular DJ to being a motivational speaker and a life coach. So continue with that thought, um, Christopher. Tell us what happened when you hit rock bottom. Um, you know, when I hit rock bottom, it was, uh, it was a, a clear realization that I couldn't continue doing what I was doing anymore. Were you about to be let go? Were they about to fire you because you weren't showing up for work and those things? Well, the the thing about the dance industry is that you have so many um, potential uh, employers, different clubs, different promoters. So with a few of them, you could say that I was struck off, but uh, there there were so many out there that it it wouldn't have made that much difference. It was more of what was happening inside. Um, uh, just not being able to live with myself. I was just gripped with fear and terror. Uh, as I said earlier on, um, despair and, and a feeling of bewilderment. And so um, it just got to a place where I couldn't control or manage things anymore. And so one day I, I, I just cried out and asked God for help. And, and ever since then, I've I've just uh, attracted people that live um, uh, a healthy way of, you know, a healthy lifestyle. And a positive life, and uh, and that's been my experience ever since then. I still worked in the dance music industry after I hit bottom for another two or three years. And, and funny enough, when one has a clear mind and a clear consciousness um, connected to the source within, then things really take off. And, and that's kind of what happened. Things actually um, really took off after I, I actually stopped taking drugs in, in that short period of time. In what way did they take off? I had my, my my faculties were were able to develop again, and um, I was able to um, I was able to be coherent with with creativity that was coming through me. Where before um, it was at times obsolete, and so that, in a result of you know persisting with the work and the vision that I love doing, sharing music, producing music, 
I was able to become far more efficient and more effective. And as a result, uh, there were more opportunities that came along and I was able to um, embrace those opportunities and, 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 and give extra effort and, and contribute far greater than I could when I was intoxicating myself with mind and mood altering substances. Now, a couple thoughts hit me here. One is that prayer is always answered. And number two, that wonderful saying is true. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're living proof of that. How did you transition then from being a DJ to a life coach? What made, what propelled you to want to be a life coach? I think it's just finding more more about myself. I applied a lot of these uh, these principles that we, we often talk about and discuss with one another um, into music, and I thought, wow, this is quite incredible. But then there was just a uh, fascination to realise what's the source of all of this, and we know the source is uh, the infinite. And so that just drew me to it. And what I found is that I became more and more passionately um I wouldn't say obsessed, that's not the right word. Um, I became captivated by spiritual principles, how they work, why they work, where do they come from, and how anyone can apply them. And that became more paramount to me than actually sharing and producing music. So it was a gradual shift, um, uh, but nevertheless it happened. Now, you've written a number of books, and and from your bio, I remember that you did not finish school, and yet you're a, you're a really, really good writer. How did you learn to write, or did you go back and finish school? Did you get more education once you were able to do that? Uh, fill in, in the gaps here. Yeah, no, uh, well, that's correct. I left school at 15, and I, and I haven't... Um gone back to school there wasn't time in music it's a uh, you know when one wants to if you want to become a dj uh, and be successful then you've got to give every fiber of your being to that um and so to break into that industry you don't really need it's not necessary to have say a levels and a, and a phd it's more about your creativity and how you can execute that that's what you get judged on um and um, in, in respect to like writing, my writing's improved over the years. I mean, if you look at some of the writing and the blogs that I maybe put out in say 2006, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're okay. You can, you can get the feel of it, the, the feelings there, which is the most important thing. You can get the idea, but it's improved, and, and I've had um, excellent editors that have helped me, and and then like, you learn, I've learned off them, and so it becomes habitual. And and truly, you write very, very well. And to me, it sounds the right, like the writing's coming as much from your heart as from your head, or maybe more so. Um, and as long as we have good editors, you know, that's what we need. I, I love that. You wrote a book about bliss. What what is bliss to you? The, 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 real, the spiritual realization of bliss actually comes from um, the Upanishads and uh, the Vedas, which is an ancient spiritual scripture. It's one of the oldest um, spiritual scriptures we have, which talks of the self, the ego, the soul, the mind, body, spirit, um, lords, 
you know, compassion, divine love, uh, divinity, etc., etc. So, this is a, is a is a spiritual realization um, of what we essentially are and what we tap into. Anytime we still the mind of of thought or still the mind of neediness or any dysfunctional uh, codependent patterns. Um, so when we get out of the mind and we live from our heart and we direct the mind, then we're in a place which we call bliss or it's often referred to as natural, authentic ecstasy is a spiritual term. I know that um, people out there have used the word ecstasy to label drugs, but that is actually originally a spiritual, holy word. So bliss is originally uh, a, a realization that we can tap into at any moment when we still the mind. So how is bliss different from happiness or joy? Well, I mean, again, happiness and these words, happiness and joy, these are uh, spiritual words. These are words that were used to describe um, a a realization of pure consciousness or spirit at its most purest form. The word joy, happiness, compassion, peace, uh, love, bliss ecstasy, all of these words, enthusiasm, like in theos and God, or inspiration in spirit, these are, these are spiritual words. Uh, now lots of people use the word happy when perhaps they've um, won $10 on the, the lottery ticket, or they say, I feel peaceful because they've, they've you know, poked on a few, uh, uh, you know, on some ganja or something like that. So People say, I love doing, I love a glass of Coke, Coca-Cola. So the word, these words are kind of just um, almost abused, uh, where the actual deep realization of them is, is really heavenly bliss. Um, you could call it nirvana, you could call it salvation. Um, these are like sacred names, you know, and we can tap into all of that. The, the, the authenticity of it, not just the, the kind of like the marketing ploy where it says, if you buy these sneakers, you're going to feel you're going to feel joy. Or that, you know, you might have some sense of gratification, uh, self-gratification for a, you know for a few weeks, but then uh, after a while, you'll, you'll start feeling lack. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say when you wear their shoes and your feet don't hurt, you'll feel a little happier. Maybe even no, not quite, but. Blissful could be a word used. Chris, it's time for us to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what propelled you to write a book on bliss. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Christopher Dine, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? 
No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest today, Christopher Dines, uh, who is a former DJ, now a life coach, has written a significant book called Manifesting Your Bliss. Christopher, before we get back into the subject, tell people how they can find you on the Internet and how they can get your book. Oh, thank you, Irene. Okay, um, uh, you can go to ChristopherDines.com. Uh, for those of you that are listening, that's the homepage, ChristopherDines.com. Um, also at Twitter, or on Twitter, I ought to say, and it's at DivinityDines. Or if you just Google Christopher Dines um, or uh, Manifest Your Bliss, then you'll find some information on there. Now, the book, um, is the book in, in hard copy yet, or is it still just in an e-book? Yeah, it's, it's been in... Uh, the book was published on the Petite Flu Publishing on a soft cover paperback. Um, so we're here in the United Kingdom. Um, so say, for instance, Amazon.co.uk, uh, someone in the UK can buy a paperback or a digital. Now, anyone outside of the UK via Amazon can buy a digital, say, like on Sony e-reader, all digital formats. But if they go directly to the Petite Flu Publishing, or if they go to ChristopherDimes.com, then uh, the people behind that can actually uh, send out international orders. So we do we do have a lot of orders from the states, and like say the Netherlands, um, Spain, and, and and you mentioned Australia as well earlier on. And so people can order internationally. Because remember, it's, I'm not in America; I'm in the UK. Right. It's it's really quite lovely. On I have a Kindle. And, I, you know, I just throw the Kindle in my purse and any time I have to wait, I can read. But I found this book particularly nice because I bookmarked it as I went through. And now I have all those wonderful quotes bookmarked 
uh, all through the Kindle. So if I re- want to go, and I put this on the review this morning, it's such a wonderful book just to pick up and find something that speaks to you at the moment. And and there are many quotes that do that. This is one of those little books that you like to have around for when you just need a little spiritual or, or emotional pick-me-up because it definitely does that. It's it's a lovely little book, and I, I really recommend that you read it. Now, Christopher, how did you come to write this book? Why a book on bliss? You know, Irene, I, I feel that it's just a... um, an ongoing process where uh, there's more awareness that's being uh, revealed to me as you mentioned earlier on when when we're ready then the the teacher turns up and and also when we're ready then then God shows up um, at a a more profound level so uh, just just the spiritual aspect of life Um, and you know I I essentially I guide meditation and and we do workshops here in the UK where we we do meditation workshops and we've we've always done that like even when I've gone to give talks at uh, companies that want to learn how to visualize and and just to keep their staff calm if they're very stressed I've always always brought meditation in so um, you know as, as a result of doing that it's just been it just felt right to write something on inner peace, the subtitles, a spiritual guide to inner peace and, and just bliss. Um, it felt right and it flowed. So that took about 18 months to write. Um, I had patches of going into it after you know deep meditation and, and then maybe putting it away for a week or so. Um, so it's, uh, it hasn't been rushed and there's a lot of space in the book as you read that. Um, so that that's kind of how it's unfolded. It's just just an ongoing process of more spiritual awareness. And you speak a good bit about spiritual awareness throughout of it. You can almost see you growing spiritually as you go through this book. You you touched on a few things that I think are just so important to talk about. One of them is inner rage. Uh, do you think everybody's dealing with inner rage? Um, for one thing, and how do you go about taming inner rage? Well, there, there, you know, inner rage is uh, definitely apparent, and it's definitely paramount in all societies. Um, now, there, there are human beings that have um, either completely healed from that, or have used spiritual tools that we're talking about, having the awareness of it and using prayer, which you mentioned at the start of the show, and through meditation and, and other uh, techniques to uh, not just tame inner rage, but actually um, overcome that. And inner rage is suppressed trauma, it's suppressed anger, suppressed resentment that just compound itself. And so you can have a, a, a very uh, well-spoken, a respectable, polite gentleman walk down the road. Um, someone bumps into him, and uh, he just goes out of character and just uh, verbally is abusive and character assassinates someone. Um, we hear things all of this the time. So everyone has their triggers, um, and when a human being says, "Right, I, I'm aware that this is here, and I want to do something about this," then those triggers will come up to the surface, and so. The only way that I've become aware of to to actually really um, master that 
is through intense prayer and meditation and um, through literature and actually through fellowship with other human beings that um, that, that want to go deeper within. Uh, there's no other way around it because uh, psychology doesn't deal with this. Even though psychology, some aspects of psychology are fantastic, um, psychiatry doesn't address this. Um, they can they can help to um, identify and they can help to point it, but the healing has got to come from something beyond this material world. It's got to come from that deep place of pure consciousness or spirit. It's the only way to heal that stuff. Because I mean, I know people that have been in uh, that seen a, a psychiatrist for many years or great psychologists, beautiful human beings that are helping others, but it's a spiritual dimension that's helped them to heal from that stuff. And that's the dimension that's been most neglected by people who do uh, counseling and, um, you know, what I call talk therapy. You know, yeah. they, they, didn't, they didn't know how to reach that part. You talk about the illusion of peace, the illusion Peace. What do you mean by that, and how is the illusion of peace different from real peace? Well, uh, that's a brilliant question. I think that's chapter four, chapter five. It's called the illusions of inner peace. And you know, we, we're programmed into society—not all societies, but most societies—and now um, the way that the world is changing rapidly with technology, that um, young girls are taught that. If you get married and have the perfect white wedding, you'll be at peace and you'll be happy. And we're talking a, a, the real sense of peace, as we mentioned earlier on, not superficial things. People are told that if you have the house, if you have the car, the cars, the, the, the lovely holidays, the yachts, then you'll, you'll have peace of mind because you won't have any financial worries. But uh, many people that come to our workshops are financially independent and that's not the case. Um, and you can just read the papers and find out about that, especially in the States. And if you look in Los Angeles, particularly Hollywood, um, it's a perfect example of that. Uh, people decide to have children because they feel that they're, um, uh, they feel something within them, um, and they feel that they have some sort of peace, and although there can be joy and happiness as a result of having a child, um, there's the equal and opposite of that as well. And parents soon learn that as they, uh, they as they develop as parents that it's not a peaceful experience unless it comes from within. Um, so the illusions of inner peace are just to basically uh, illuminate the reader of the trappings that are out there so that they don't get caught into that. And it just it just gently guides them to look within. If someone wants to find peace, it must come from within. Yeah, it doesn't come from stuff. You know, it's interesting to watch the people who've been so devastated by some of the events in the past. Uh, and, you know, you see people side by side who've lost everything and one says, we'll rebuild the important things in my life are still here. And the other one says, I don't know how I can go on. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the difference is, you know, one knows where inner peace or inner joy or inner fulfillment, all those spiritual aspects of who we are as humans, you know, they've tapped into those. In, in your work, how do you help your clients, the people in your workshop, make this transition of seeing that Joy, bliss, happiness, peace, whatever, 
our inner qualities? What, what, how do you guide them to that? Well, um, for, this is a beautiful thing about the memory. One of the mental faculties is that I can ask, or well, let's look at these, let's look at your experience in the last um, 12 months. And let's say um, someone has said to themselves, right, well, you know, when I get that promotion, I'm going to feel, you know, I'm going to be really happy because not only is it extra income, but it means I've, I've proven to myself that I've, um, I'm, I can handle more responsibility, etc., etc., which is great. But when they're in that position, and if there's a promotion, then that extra responsibility is actually felt as a reality uh, rather than just the thoughts of what it would be like to have extra responsibility. So there's going to be an equal and opposite. Now, even if that's managed, uh, which can happen through techniques, through emotional um, intelligence. Um, unless there's a sense of inner peace before going for a promotion, and once that promotion is realized and felt and experienced, then there's going to be some um, discord within because it, they'll, they'll, have to, they'll have to look for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Now, there's nothing wrong with looking to advance and improve quality but if there's a neediness that's going out into the universe, if there's, uh, if there's almost like a sense of satisfaction will come from accomplishing alone without having the spiritual uh, dimension properly in place, um, then there'll be disharmony. And also, well, there are some people who said, well, to me, well, uh, Christopher, you know, uh, I couldn't have asked for a better career. Everything's gone great. Um, and you do hear of people that have that. However... There always comes a time where um, someone will have to leave a company. Um, uh, for instance, there's a massive uh, football manager over here in England who's just retired and he's had 26 years at a, a massive football club and dominated. And he's probably known as the greatest manager of all time. And now his big, biggest challenge, as he, uh, as he said, is to try and fill that. How do you fill that? Um, and uh, there, there are lots of cases of that. If, if there is no peace within, then lots of people, when they retire, um, there's a lot of unhappiness and depression. And you hear it of musicians all the time in the old industry I used to work in, um, when people have reached their peak of creativity um, and they're aware of that and they've made it their life and everything about them, then depression and resentment follows unless they've got the spiritual dimension properly in place. Yeah, it makes me think of the the saying, I climbed the ladder of success to discover my ladder was against the wrong wall. We need to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about fulfillment. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Christopher Dine, saying stay tuned. We'll be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. 
Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Christopher Dines, and we're talking about his uh, book on bliss. I want to talk a little bit about fulfillment. You make this statement. Fulfillment is a choice and a practice, not a luxury exclusive to a fortunate few. Whatever your current circumstances are, you can begin right now to shape and design a deeply gratifying loving, successful, and compelling life for yourself. I mean, that pretty much sums up what most of us want. How do people go about doing that, making this transition from, you know, whatever our circumstances are to a loving, fulfilled life? Well, I'm going to go by what the carpenter of Nazareth said when he said, Seek um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you. Uh, he also said that the kingdom of heaven is within. And if you look at all the great spiritual masters that have walked earth uh, on this planet, they've always said, you must go within, otherwise you're going out. So fulfillment, spiritual nourishment, um, we can access that through prayer and meditation. There are so many different ways to uh, to practice yoga. Um, when, we, when we apply all of this, then the external world will reflect the goodness within and then everything starts to perpetuate naturally and in harmony with the, with the source. I'm going to ask you a doozy of a question. How do you know when you're within? Um, there are no words to really describe that. Um, it's just that it's a, it's a subtle feeling and it's an awareness. And um, it'll be impossible to explain that to someone that hasn't realized that. But once you've realized it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I couldn't have answered that, but it's a tough question because there really isn't an answer. And it's different, but it starts reflecting in your life, doesn't it, Christopher? You know when your clients have begun to tap to that inner inner self. You can see that, can't you? Yes, yes, you can because uh, there's, a, there's a, a way about them and how they are. And you can feel it from people. Just like if you walk into a room that's very hostile and aggressive, you can you can tap into that as well. Now, you lead workshops called The Art of Fulfillment. Tell us about this workshop. What do you do in those, and how can people find them? Can they find out your schedule on your uh, website? Yeah, absolutely. If, they go to, uh, if you go to ChristopherDivers.com, we have a workshop in Covent Garden on the 6th of July. Um, called the Art of Fulfillment in London, and I'm also guiding a meditation, a spiritual festival in uh, Norfolk, England, uh, called Recovery Evolution, which is for three days. Um, so the, the schedule.
Rachel, all, all of the insight and the work, if you feel that you've resonated with anything I've said today, then uh, I welcome you to ChristopherGuyans.com, and we have plenty of complimentary quality work out there uh, that, that you'll be able to apply into your life. Now, the the thing that's striking about you, Christopher, and I've I've just got to say this to the audience, you know, as you're a young man, um, I don't know your age right now, but I know you're very young. You you've already had a great career as a DJ. You were sought after. You spent a lot of time traveling, and you went from a a, a life where you were right in the middle of everything that was exciting that the world can offer. You cleaned up from drugs and alcohol and went into a spiritual life that is dedicated to helping other people. And so my point is, I guess, that you really know what it's like to live out there and have no peace and no joy and no bliss. Yes. And so now you know what it's like to have those things. And it's exciting for me to see you growing the way you're growing and doing so much work to help everybody else. Bless you. It's, um, it's exciting. It's exciting to see that. Do you ever go DJ now? No, that's that. I've stopped. I have still have friends in the industry who I talk to. They're lifelong friends, but that's well and truly behind me now. You know, I I may one day put together some meditation music, maybe some ambient music in a few years down the line. Who knows? Only God knows that. But that would be strictly for uh, workshops or people to play in yoga classes and stuff like that. But as as for DJing, that's that's well and truly over. What is next for Christopher Dines? What's the next thing in the road that you haven't tried yet that's going to be new? Well, I'm actually, I've actually almost finished writing a new book, which could very well come out um, early next year, um, which is more about the coming to terms with the, the, the challenges and difficulties of being in alignment with, with the spiritual realizations we've spoken about. Um, and during challenging moments like bereavement and and, um, and grave despair. Um, so there's a humility with that book. Um, and just continuing putting on more workshops and retreats um, and just, just being. If, I, if I'm present, then it's good for my family and friends and, and it's good for you when I talk with you because then I'm not lost in the ego or... or right. Uh, it's, I, I, that's how I feel. I just want to be present more than anything because obviously... You know, you mentioned about the, the music industry, but there are lots of people in that industry that are unfulfilled, that have got what the world perceives as everything. Exactly. And, and uh, I just, I just want to stay spiritually grounded. That's where I at. would love to see you write more of your own story, because I think it could be so helpful to young people who are still in the middle of all of that to see that there's something else. You know, we're right up to the end of the show. Uh, what's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? The thought that I'd like to leave with the listeners, if it's possible, is what's on the first page of Manifest Your Bliss, and it says, needing nothing will give you everything. And needing nothing gives you everything. And I'm not going to explain that. So I'm just going to leave it to you to see if you realize what that means. 
Okay, say it again. Uh, it's needing nothing gives you everything. Needing nothing gives you everything. Yes. And he, he's not going to explain that. Next week's guest is Ross Rosenberg, who's going to talk about why we love people who hurt us. Uh, Ross is a psychotherapist. He's written a book about this, and I think you'll really like to tune in to what he has to say, especially if you're in one of those relationships that's very painful. Christopher Dines, it has been so wonderful to have you on the show in spite of our rocky start. I think you said some valuable things that can be very helpful to our listeners, especially to the young people who may hear the show. Thank you so much, Irene. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep doing your good work. Uh, keep us posted. Know that you're always welcome on the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Christopher Dines saying thank you for being with us today. And come back next week when Ross Rosenberg is on the Self-Improvement Show. There's always more. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.